Well, we organize and simplify our homes, right? We remove the clutter. And now my next guest says it's time to do the same for your relationships. After 25 years of coaching couples, Studio 5 contributor Dr. Matt Townsend believes we are overcomplicating our marriages and even our friendships too. Today he's sharing four simple rules that if followed, he says, can make a profound impact on your most important relationships. Dr. Matt is in the, in house. the house. I love when you draw upon your expertise oh, and, and, and your years and your time spent my with age. couples. <laughs> your yeah. wisdom. Yeah. No, but you really have studied and researched couples. You've helped couples, you've saved couples. So the fact that you're boiling that down for us today is really impressive yeah. to me. Well, thank you. And it's honestly, it's my passion. It I is. love doing it. And I actually think it's so simple that if we would just get away from our habits, some of our habits are so misaligned, mm. the healthy long-term relationship. So we just need to change just a few things. Well, you it's all in you. These things are in us, meaning yeah. they're in our circle of influence. We right. can control. Right. And the, what's neat about that, and that actually leads to our first point. Okay. I need somebody to be the grown-up, mm. right? So here's the first rule. Respond like the healthy grown-up in the relationship. The minute you are reacting yeah. to the other person, especially if emotionally or relationally or socially, they're not the leader in mm -hmm. that area, mm -hmm. and you're reacting to their lack mm -hmm. of leadership, mm -hmm. you've now you've literally com complicated everything. You've made it three times harder to fix. So if I can just get one of you to stay in the game, and not be the child with the child. Just recognize the child like you would your child if it was throwing, if they were throwing a tantrum. Just recognize it. Don't react to it, and then respond in your healthiest, highest self. A lot of these habits we learned when we were really young, unhealthy kids without voices. So we learned to pout. We learned to argue. We learned to throw fits. We learned to do all these things as kids. And if we keep doing them as adults, then you're part of the problem. Mm -hmm. It's pretty rough. This is interesting timing. So last week, parenting contributor Heather Johnson, we were talking about eggshell parenting. Yeah, yeah. You know, when your kids feel like they're walking on eggshells around you. And she issued the challenge, too, to assess your own emotional age in this situation, That's which right. is kind of what That's you're saying. exactly it. How old am I showing up? Yeah. What's your in Take an inventory Is of this yourself. a 14-year-old uh -huh. reaction? And, and to your point, we learn those. They become habits as children yeah. because we don't have a chance to speak or to demonstrate maturity. That's right. And you'll actually see, if you go back to your past fights or past issues, uh -huh. you'll see there was a major... Uh, visitor there that's usually a child and the child that's why we react to the child that's why we're acting like children so go take an inventory see where you are emotionally know when you get a little tipped over know what triggers you because that's going to be an important thing coming up okay direct communication is also crucial yeah. you have to ask directly for what you want what you need ask for it the rule is very simple if you haven't overtly stated it this is what I need and I need it by hair this time so that I can do this. If you haven't stated it, then, and you're using every other form of communicating it, innuendo, having them read between the lines. If you haven't stated it, it's not stated. I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Sometimes it's like, it's the obvious. Is it? It's, well, okay. Is it? Because in reality, what seems so obvious to somebody that sees everything isn't obvious to the one okay. that doesn't ever see anything. Fair. Right? And especially if you've seen it 15 times uh -huh. in the day, uh -huh. and all you need is those shoes put away. All you need are those shoes put away. You've seen them 15 times. He can't even remember where the shoes were. <laughs> so it might not be as obvious. And so yeah. by stating it, you don't, a lot of us feel like that's nagging. But nagging is really, I think, more not stating it, letting it build up a lot of emotional juice in you. And then that juice comes out and you go off. Then that sounds like nagging. Okay. But eventually we've, we've got to learn to start saying what we actually want. And what's cool about it, it doesn't mean they'll do it. 
But what it means is you're no longer complicit in them not doing it. You've done your part. Mm. They're clear okay. what needs to be done. Okay. Now we know where the problem is. Okay. The problem is them not responding. I can get on board Makes with sense? that. All right, you want us to plan to co-regulate each other's okay, stress. This is huge. I think the number one role you have in your relationship is co-regulation of emotion. Okay. Okay, meaning I need to help you stress less. You need to help me stress less. I need to also not be a stressor, and I need to know how to handle your stress, and we both gotta get on the same page that almost every fight you'll ever have is a misregulation or a, a dysregulation of emotion. Almost every time, we're already out of it emotionally, mm. and then we pretend like it was about the juicer. The juicer's broken. <laughs> Who broke my juicer? <laughs> so now we're fighting about something that's not the real issue, right? Yeah. So what, what if we had talks about how we help each other manage stress. And that's probably why, by the way, he wants to touch you so much, is a management of stress. Doesn't mean it's the only way, doesn't mean it's the right way. And that's why she gets so mad, why she's doing everything and he's on the couch watching TV. Mm -hmm. Because she's stressed mm -hmm. and she needs help. So what, what if we made it all about, help me regulate my stress. Yeah, what if that was our job? What if that, we saw that as the relationship. Yeah. In, an, in an ambulance setting or a fire situation, there's always first responders that show up. So who's supposed to show up first in the marriage when we're having an emotional issue? Or when we're just sad because our son just left on a mission, my job is to help my wife co-regulate that emotion. Yeah. So we need to see it as a role that we have to play instead of each of us having to be just strong. That I'm here to help so you. So good, Matt. 20 seconds, quickly tell us about how we can convince them that we care and why that's important. Number one way is get away from just thinking it's about listening to understanding. Focus on showing your partner you understand from their frame of reference, what they say they're going through. Which means you have to listen, but you have to pay attention, you have to hear, you have to sense, but focus on understanding, because once you know I understand you, you'll believe me, you'll trust me, you'll see that I care. So if I understand what you're feeling better, yeah. then I'll usually act on it effectively. Focus on understanding, not just listening. I am lapping this up. This it's is not really the good. same thing. I love yeah. this topic. We love Matt for all he brings to our relationships and our conversations. And you want to go to his website, coachwithmatt.com. People can find more about your coaching yep. program there. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. Right. Go do it. We'll link you from our website.